Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason, watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Mace, if you lost weight, you look thin. Really? You look different. I'm Eric, by the way. Hey, I'm Mace. Nice to meet, nice I, to meet you. I have, I have not been in studio in case our listeners or viewers didn't know. Viewers would know for sure. Listeners, not so much because... The, the remote system we have makes it sound like I'm in. Yeah, I was going to say like that we, we've gone through some different remote systems that we use. The one we use now. Right. It really does sound like you're here. Right. Yes. Right. So with that, I was out for the last two weeks because I went to Denver hair surgery and had a hair transplant. And I really didn't want to go on air, uh, meaning on milehighsports.com looking the way that I looked. Uh, no pain, nothing like that. But at the end of the day, I didn't want to be on camera so to speak, and today's the first day I can wear a hat. So here I am, and we have a lot to talk about. Time now for The Lead. The Lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. All right, Nathaniel Hackett, he's the guy. What do you think? Can he hack it? Let's just get the dad joke out of the way. Thank you, Danny. You probably have the rim shot ready for Mace at all times, just like with Les. You had, I'm kind of a big It's deal. on the front page, but er, sometimes early in the show, we're still getting organized back here, so I'm not as quick with it. But it right. is right here on the front page with all of the uh, segments. Is it hi- is it highlighted and says Mace? No. Okay. Just check. Hey, I appreciate the rim shot, though. I bet you do. I'll be here all week. Were you looking for crickets, Eric? You could have gone either way, really. Okay. Yeah, that e- either one would have worked. We just have to get the the, the, the dad joke out of the way with that. And okay. I, I think Nathaniel Hackett's a guy who appreciates a good dad joke, too. Just like you appreciate, let's see, uh, Seinfeld, and you appreciate uh, The Simpsons. He appreciates Star Wars and Austin Powers. I appreciate Star Wars, too. Okay. Lots, a lot of Star Wars appreciation. Welcome so, to my underground layer. Yeah, he, yeah, he uh, has a whole... Hot there's a whole up. bit that he has about uh, referring to the the red zone as the gold zone. Gold finger. And third down as the gold down. Right. Because they want gold. I, I'm not going to do the uh, the impression of gold member. No, actually, why don't you, why don't you analyze? Because you're probably better at that. Yeah. Than Smoking jokes. a pancake, bonging a blintz, piping a crip. Yeah. Hey, the go- go- you're going for the gold, right? You're, that's... I think it was also really appropriate for him to say that with the Packers, where their colors were green and gold. Right. So maybe he'll come up with something different for the orange and blue now that he's here. The original question was, what do you think of Hackett is the higher now that you've gone through every movie line yeah. from like Austin I said, Powers? Can he hack it? That's the, that's the big question. Uh, what's the plan at quarterback? I think that's a that, that's a big part of why he got this job. Is, you think so? No, uh, I'm just stopping no, your no, no, tracks no, no, right no, no, now. No, 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 no. You well, gotta let me finish here because it's not just about what you're thinking. It is. It's about him being an offensive guy, a quarterback guy. Yeah. So you didn't just hire him for Plan A, as in Aaron, right, Rogers. You hired him in case you have to go to Plan B, which, which is, is Bridgewater. Or draft, I'm joking. or draft, draft and develop with a 
with some form of a bridge quarterback for the 2022 season. Is plan D Drew? He I, could be part of plan B if they view him as a bridge to another I'm joking. QB. We're, we're yes. totally I know, I know what you're saying. We're getting sidetracked. Oh, so we could go through all the quarterbacks in the draft, for example, and say at plan H is, or preparation H is Sam Howell, or you know, plan K is Kenny Pickett. We could just go down the line. Are you finished? I should have stayed home. <laughs> With that, You're regretting your decision, and we're four minutes into the show. This think, is fabulous. I think I'm regretting the show, period. <laughs> um, I think I said from the beginning, and I'll be consistent about it. Yeah. I thought Quinn would be the hire, but I also said at the beginning of this process, Dan Quinn was the leader in the clubhouse after day one at the Masters, but we still had three rounds to go. And I said, if one guy blows... George Payton socks off. I think there's a very good chance that that guy will get the job. And clearly Hackett did that in a pair of interviews. He was here for a long time, certainly on his second interview. Um, and by all accounts, didn't just talk with George Payton, spent a lot of time kind of getting to know people around the organization. I still believe though, I still believe though, George Payton would have liked to have talked to Dan Quinn. I do. But Peyton's hand was forced when they were having conversations and Hackett's agent probably said, well, you know what? There's a second interview opportunity in Jacksonville. And uh, I'm sure the conversation from George was something like, something's burning on the stove. Let me call you back. And then he talked to all of his guys and said, we cannot let him get on that plane. We need to find a way to get something done. And I, I, I threw this out to some people who I talked to today. There's a part of me that is very glad that Dan Quinn did not get the job in Chicago because had he gotten the job in Chicago, I believe the narrative could have been by some, well, Hackett was the fallback plan, but Quinn didn't get the offer in Chicago. So that to me clearly says without a shadow of a doubt that Hackett was the number one choice. I'm saying you could have made that argument. I'm not saying it's true. I think another interesting thing to kind of to, to consider about Nathaniel Hackett and the Jaguars wanting to line him up for a second interview is, is this, that let's say Dan Quinn was the second choice. And Hackett was the first. He choice. was the second choice. No, get the offer. Yeah, but let's let's just go. Let's go in that. Let's let's go that in that Quinn realm. Was plan B. Yeah, let's go in that realm. And Hackett goes to Jacksonville and ends up taking that job. You could get Dan Quinn, but here's a problem. There's a good chance you don't get Luke Getzey because the Packers would have probably just walked up to Getzey and said, "Okay, you're moving up to take Nathaniel Hackett's spot." Well, so you might have gotten Dan Quinn, but you wouldn't have gotten. Luke Getze, so you wouldn't have had either of the Packers' offensive my brain trust well, who did impress. Hold on, hold on. Who is Hackett rumored to be looking at as his offensive coordinator? A Packers, their Packer, the run game coordinator. There we go. Not the pass game coordinator. Maybe he could have been the choice, but I'll tell you who I think Quinn really would have looked at. I think the Packers probably told Hackett, if you leave, that's great, but... You're not take you're not taking Luke with you. It is it is my understanding that George Payton really liked Getzey. Okay. And and Quinn liked Bevel. 
So if Getsy's off the board, I think Bevel is more than likely, at the very least, getting an interview for the offensive coordinator job. And I think James Palmer of NFL Network put it out there. What George Payton liked about Hackett was he had a plan for all three phases of the game. What that plan is, I don't think we will ever know, but apparently he was certainly impressive in that interview laying out what he wanted to do with each unit. And you have to coach the whole team. That's the thing. Even though Hackett's going to call plays. Well, if anybody knows that, you have it's to Hackett. Coach the whole team. Yeah. Unless he didn't watch the game against the Niners, yeah. he knows all three phases are important. Because sometimes the offense isn't going to click, even when you've got an MVP, a, two, a potential four-time MVP quarterback at your disposal. How much do you think the potential of Aaron Rodgers coming here played into the decision? I do not think it was the first, second, or third thing on the list. It was like five percent. Yeah, but it five, was, 10%. It, was a, it was a percentage. It could have maybe it was, and if if you had two candidates tied on all counts, could it have been a tiebreaker? Yes. But there are more reasons beyond that, particularly, like I said, that if plan A doesn't work, plan B is going to define whether Hackett makes it as the Broncos head coach or not. Here's it, what, is, it is about the quarterback, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or name, name your quarterback from this year's draft being developed. Broncos country rejoiced because it's an offensive guy. How much do you think that had to do with it? I don't think they were attuned to, I don't think they were making this decision based on public perception. That's not what I mean. What I asked was, how much do you think having an offensive mind like Hackett? Well, you mentioned, Quinn, we said Broncos country, so you were framing it in terms of the fan base. Well, it's, it's the old saying, yeah. if, you, if you listen to the fans, you'll be sitting with the right. fans one day. I, I don't so, think what the fans thought had an impact. I think what was deficient about the team last year all, starting with the offense and the fact that the offense has been chronically deficient for the last six seasons, that did have an impact. How big? Significant. I don't think it's significant. I think that he wanted to find the right guy to be a head coach. They are two different skill sets, two totally different skill sets. And he wanted a guy who has energy, uh, really good teacher, well-liked, motivates, he wanted that as the primary, by far, the primary reason to bring in and hire a head coach. But isn't it better that that guy's on the offensive side than the defensive side? No question about I mean, it. That, and that's the thing. If, if there had been a significant gap in what they felt between Dan Quinn and Nathaniel Hackett in terms of the ability to lead the entire team, if they perceived that, then I don't think you'd be talking about Hackett being the coach today. I agree. But... A tiebreaker, but maybe but the fat. But if they're if they're close, in I'll give terms, you a tiebreak. Yeah, yeah, if if the two of them are close in how they in how they perceive them, and one guy is offense, one guy is defense, one guy is going to focus on the is going to have a focus on on quarterback development. Then, just as the tie goes to the to the runner in baseball to the offense, tie goes to the offense here. I, I think you and I are in agreement. So allow me to say something while leading into the break at the same time. I think nationally there are a lot of people that believe that the hiring of Hackett was George Payton's hope of Hackett recruiting Rodgers here. I believe that he hired Hackett because he wanted him to be the head coach. And let's use this in a business world perspective. Let's say you run this show, you, Andrew Mason, and you have a chance to pick your producer and you have a chance to pick your co-host. 
Let's say that's available to you. Mm -hmm. And there's a co-host that you really, really want. And there's a producer that you think can get you that co-host. You like the producer, but you're not crazy about the producer. Then there's another producer candidate who is just fantastic. Just great. Which one are you hiring? I'm hiring the great producer. Because if the marginal producer can't get me the host that I want, and I'm stuck with that producer for the next four years. Well, that's why the 5% thing that we tossed out right. there, I think, matters. Because I don't think it was a primary factor. I think it was a secondary factor. But well, to, but even it's further down the Yeah, that, it's somewhere yeah. down the... It's somewhere on the list. So... It's in the top... Put it this way. It's in the top 10 so, factors toward the bottom of them. Hackett is the head coach. Does that mean Rodgers is coming? Well, you'll hear from Aaron Rodgers on what he thinks of Nathaniel Hackett. And if Rodgers does come, does that mean Devontae Adams is coming? We'll talk about that next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, you need to do what I did. Not because I'm in my mid-50s, not because I have kids, not because I have a 401k, but you need to talk to my guy, Dan McKenzie and McKenzie Law. He put together my estate plan, my living will as well. Uh, my living will as well. Listen, you have no idea when tomorrow is going to be your last day. And I hate to sound grim, but it's true. But you want to make sure everything is buttoned up just in case. You don't want the courts deciding where things go. For your living will, God forbid, you're on life support. If you don't want to live in a vegetative state, you don't want somebody else deciding that you are. Make your own decisions while you can and work with the best. I'm talking about Dan McKenzie at McKenzie Law. Check them out at themckenziefirm.com. That's themckenziefirm.com. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. All right, Mace, let the speculation begin. Is Aaron Rodgers coming to Denver? Is he going to be teamed up with Devontae Adams possibly being traded to Denver? This is what Roger said earlier this week on the Pat McAfee show before Hackett was hired. This is a little overdue, to be honest. I mean, I think he's been around the game for a long time. What he did in Jacksonville, I think, was pure magic. Uh, getting them within a quarter of the Super Bowl uh, was mm. incredible. He's a, he's a great coach. I love spending time with him. He's a fantastic teacher. He's incredible in front of the room. And I'm really happy for him. All right. We talked about it briefly. Do you think Hackett's hire is going to influence Rogers' decision to say to the Packers, I want to come here? 
Now, we talked about, hey, is hiring Hackett, was that one reason why he got the job because he could get Rodgers? But now the question is flipped. Will Rodgers look at the Packers knowing they're in salary cap hell? And just to put this into perspective for you, how bad of a situation it is for the Packers, forget about being about $42 million over the cap right now. You got to throw in his salary of about $44 million. When you add all the numbers up, I was reading today, it comes out to $92 million. And they can't afford that. They got to make a move. Well, the way the contract was restructured, it was basically, it was basically a poison pill, right? In in how in how in how it was done because he has a cap number of forty six point six million for this year. Now, part now that's well, a couple million between friends. Yeah. Now, the the part of the Packers being forty million over the cap does include that cap number. Hmm. I was reading with him, it comes out to 92. Yeah, not, not, according, not according to overthecap.com. Hmm. Looking, looking at their... Either way, they're that, way because over the that cap. Is it, because that does account for... Either way, they're way over the but cap. Here's, but here's the problem. Like, if, they, if they trade Aaron Rodgers before June 1, they're, they're going to save $19.8 million. So that... That on that so if they trade Rogers, that only gets them not even halfway there to being in cap. What compliant. about after June first? After after June first, because you can spread it out, then the savings goes to twenty seven million, and then but then you're spreading the hit over a couple of years. That's what they probably do. Yeah, it, unless you're the Packers and you say we want to rip the band aid off right now. No, they would make the trade now. Although if they want draft picks this year, uh-huh. they better do it. That's it, and that's first. another reason to do it, and and because you want those picks to be worth more. Because if you make that trade with the Broncos, yep. then right now, hey, right now you're getting you know you're getting a top ten pick. What's it going to cost? We've talked about this many times, but now the possibility is real. I think it will end up costing for Rogers alone. Okay, hold on. I think but, it. I, I think. Wait, wait. Can, can I say something it, real quick? No, I, I'm just trying to answer your question. <laughs> I want you to tell me what you think it's going to cost, not from a Broncos perspective, from the Packers perspective, what the Packers are going to demand. Yeah. Because sometimes That's, we will say, oh, "Oh, just a couple of first round oh, picks." Oh no, well, I'm, not, I'm thinking, all, okay. I'm thinking entirely in terms of Green Bay okay. looking at this trade yep. as they're looking at, at, at a haul like the the Cowboys got for Herschel Walker. Okay, they are looking at something substantial to clear the deck and and give them assets to rebuild. So, I think it starts with either three first round picks mm-hmm. or the equivalent thereof. So for example, you could see two ones and a key player. I think there will be at least a couple of second round picks involved. I think there will be another starter involved. I could see a, a deal ultimately being two twos two ones, and two starting players, at least one of whom is a first contract player trending toward being a second contract player. This deal is going to hurt. I'm going to ask you this. If the Green Bay Packers said... Let me guess. They want Sertan or Javante Williams. I was going to say... I read your mind. If the Green Bay Packers say... Judy and one of those guys. I'm trying to set it up. I'm trying to read your mind. Did I read your mind? 
No, you you did kind of, but yes. I'm trying to set this up for a yes. I'm trying to set this up for a good clip for social media. If the Packers walk to the table, metaphorically speaking, and say, "We want Pat Sertan or no deal," what do the Broncos say? Yes, exactly. You have to do it. There's literally nobody on the Broncos roster who is off the table for a deal to get Aaron Rodgers. That's how they have to view this. Right. No, I totally agree about that. And if Javante Adams is involved in this, say goodbye to Jerry Judy. Yes. So you're going to lose Judy and you're going to lose Sertan. Your last two first round picks. Okay. And maybe like a Draymond Jones as well. Right. And then you're going to lose a couple of firsts, maybe three. But, but But there needs to hit a point for George Payton where I'm sorry, this is just ridiculous. I don't think it'll be a Herschel Walker trade. Now, remember, the Herschel Walker trade became the Herschel Walker trade because of what Jimmy Johnson did with the draft picks. Mm-hmm. It had very little to do with current players. And he played that carefully because to maximize the draft haul that he got from the Vikings, he intentionally didn't play the players he got from the Vikings. Because if I believe one of the players was a Jesse Solomon, a linebacker, and Solomon by not playing bumped a, a draft pick up. I think you'll be able to push Peyton to a point. But if you say Judy, let's just say there's no Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. It's Rogers for Judy Sertan, three firsts, two seconds and a third, he'll say no. Yeah. I think in that no, he'll say no. I think in that case he would say, "Let's talk about it being either getting one of those players off or it being only two ones." Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. willing to give up all of that. I do think you are talking about something either the, to the degree of the equivalent of four first round picks. You got to remember something as well. All right, if we're being real here, mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to look at it as the Packers have all the leverage, right? Not really. Not because they have to be in cap compliance by the start of the new league year, and they're sitting there right now facing being $40.1 million over before they tagged Devontae Adams. And if they're going to get anything back for Devontae Adams, they have to tag him, which results in that tag value going on their salary cap. So that, too, is in play. Otherwise, if they let Devontae Adams just walk on the free agent market, they get... They get a late third round pick and they would like to get more than that. So the Packers are under a huge deadline here. And the other thing is you start going down, you start going down their roster and there's, there's not a lot of space for them to wiggle. Like the the biggest single chunk they can gain other than Aaron Rodgers is Zadarius Smith. It'd be 12.4 million dead money, 15.3 cap savings. They don't want to cut Zadarius Smith. They need him. This is what George Payton is hoping for. That Aaron Rodgers pulls a Carmelo Anthony. Only want to go to the Knicks. That's it. But here's the difference between Carmelo Anthony and what Aaron Rodgers can say. Carmelo Anthony would say, I only want to go to the Knicks. Aaron Rodgers can say, I only want to go to the Broncos or I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. And now and get nothing. And now all their leverage is gone because Aaron Rodgers made it very clear. And I don't think he was for all the things that he says, whether you agree or disagree, I don't think he is bluffing 
when he says, I am not coming back to a rebuild. 100%. So looking where they're over the cap, looking what he's going to cost, Devontae Adams is not coming back under any circumstances. Is that fair to say? Unless, uh, unless only, you want to gut Zadarius Thomas and everybody Zedarius, else, and and let, they would have they would have to restructure several contracts. They could do it. The Saints have proven you can do it for a while, but eventually, as we see with the Saints, the bill comes due. The bills for the Packers, the bill would come due. Uh, they'd probably keep pushing to to get Aaron Rodgers back for three or four more years. Then the bill would be due. But uh, for their sake, they they'd hope that they had another Super Bowl by then. You can, you can, the, the cap is malleable, but only to a certain point. But you're going to have to. But they could do it. They could, they could get Rodgers and Adams back. But then they're going to lose other guys. They'll, they'll lose other receivers. I mean, they'll lose Alan Lazard. They're going to lose, they're going to lose uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. They're going to, they will lose a bunch of guys. Well, you can't just, right. listen, you can't just have a team right. with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. You're going to yeah, He's not going to come back for that. Yeah, you, he, so he's not going to come back for that. Yeah. So while the you you would think that the Packers have all the leverage, I think that Peyton knows, fine. Mm-hmm. We want him, let him retire or or you know what else Aaron Rodgers can do? I'm going to retire like Brett Favre did. And then I'm going to come back in 2023. And because they structured the contract a certain way, he can do that. He can do that. That's right. Because that because they would just have to let this year pass. I don't think that. But Gooden, I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to take a year off. No, and especially at his age. And I don't right. think Gudenkist is going to be so greedy where he draws a line in the sand, knowing mm-hmm. that if the Broncos say no, if Rodgers says this is the only place I want to go, if this is the only place I want to go, um, his leverage. He, he he has one of his table legs chopped out from him because there will always be that threat of retirement. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if Aaron Rodgers is 32. He, he's older he's in his career. Yeah. And I'm sure he's thinking, you know what? There are probably other things that I can do as well. And he's already won a Super Bowl. He'd like to get another, yeah. no doubt, because that would cement his legacy. But he he doesn't have that big thing hanging over him where you're you, know, you see so many guys come back because they just want to win one just want to win one he's already won one he's already he's a first ballot hall of famer but you know what he's a four time MVP he already walked he's already one of the greats of all time if he walks away tomorrow you know what though and, I'll, and I'm gonna tease this right now because we're gonna talk about this at five fifteen if he joins the Broncos and he wins a Super Bowl. I think he will be seen as arguably the third best quarterback to ever play the game. If he joins the Broncos and wins a Super Bowl, and I'll tell you why at 5.15, coming up after the break, George Payton, he's made a lot of good decisions, I think, in the draft and free agency. And now Broncos country is energized again. How's Broncos country going to feel if Rodgers or Wilson don't come here? That's next. Afternoon 
Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter fade. At Mays Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Optimum Golf. Take your game to the next level this offseason at Denver's best indoor virtual facility in the Park Hill and Rhino neighborhoods. Book your tee time today at theoptimumgolf.com. All right, I think both of you and I would agree George Payton has made a lot of good decisions since he's been here. I know he has been criticized for not drafting Justin Fields or maybe even Mac Jones. You know, Sertan's going to probably be a great player, but he didn't get the quarterback, and he brought in Teddy Bridgewater. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Well, honestly, he's done a lot of really good things and did very well in free agency. Broncos country is energized being on Twitter. They got an offensive-minded guy. I think for Broncos fans, that was the big thing. Tired of Vic Fangio, defensive-minded guy. Tired of Vance Joseph, defensive-minded guy. But how is Broncos country going to feel with the euphoric state they are likely in now as a whole, and I think that's the majority of Broncos fans, if Peyton can't find a way to land Rodgers or Wilson, how fast is that party going to be crashed by the police? Hmm. Depends what happens in the draft, I think. Depends what they pivot to. Well, I don't think there's going to be a quarterback on the draft board that's going to energize anyone. No, I mean, you're back back to basically just trying to get through this moment and then have somebody in the wings for the long term. I guess, let me me rephrase the question. Or maybe make it more... I mean, you could trade for Garoppolo... Uh, but I don't know that's going to move the, ne- the, the the move the needle. No. Yeah. No. Even I, though he's a quote unquote winner and all that, I that's not. I don't think that's a viable solution. This is how fickle fans are. This is how impatient fans are. This is how impulsive fans are. And I get it. I used to be a fan. I understand it. I mean, right now in Chicago, I'm guessing Bears fans are beside themselves for not hiring an offensive minded guy to tutor. Justin Fields. But then again, we don't know who the offensive coordinator is going to be. So in this situation, right now, uh, people are are ready to throw a parade for George Payton with who he hired. Right? Yeah. But if they don't get Wilson or Rodgers, you know what it's going to be? You suck! And it's going to be you suck all over again. And it shouldn't You you didn't get Fields. You didn't get Fields. You had a chance. You didn't get Rodgers like we wanted. You didn't get Wilson like we wanted. You suck, George Payton. You're good at everything else, but you can't get us a quarterback because that's what it's all about. And I and you know what? I think that would be completely unfair. And I and of I of course would, it is. And I will go on. I, and, I, I and, describe we, you what fans are. Yeah, I know. And I and I'll hear and I will and I will say this: What if you don't get Wilson or Rodgers? What is the, what is the pivot? Is the is the pivot? Someone who can get you through this, but then you've got you've got a young quarterback you're developing waiting in the wings. A quarterback who would have been identified by Nathaniel Hackett. I think that's the key thing and one of the advantages of hiring an offensive coach. If Nathaniel Hackett says, Kenny Pickett's my guy, 
I, 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 you get, you get, you put him as putty in my hands, and I can develop him into a stellar quarterback. If Hackett says that, and you haven't come up with with Rogers or Wilson, then you draft Kenny Pickett. You have somebody in place, and it could well be Drew Locke to bridge the gap until Pickett is ready, and then that's what determines the success or failure of the Hackett era. I, probably the Peyton era, era too. But I, you're, 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 you're bringing in Hackett as a coach in part because. You want his wisdom and his eye and his ability and his ability to work with quarterbacks. You want that aspect of him, and that's why I don't think this is strict. It's definitely not about just whether you get a star quarterback. If you have to pivot to that draft and develop plan, I think he can do it. I want to see if we can turn this into a two-minute video clip for Twitter. Okay. But you need to follow my rules here because we're going to role play. You know how terrible I am at following rules. Well, well, if you don't, then we can't make it for two minutes. So control yourself. You're, I'm, I'm leaving that part out. We are going way. to we are going mm-hmm. to role play. You're going to be George Payton. I'm going to be a fan. Okay. And you're going to tell me as the fan what you're willing to offer the Packers. Okay? To get Aaron Rodgers. Quickly. Yeah. Willing to offer... Three first-round picks, two starters, two second-round picks. Who are the starters? Jerry Judy and Draymond Jones. Okay. What if they ask for Javante Williams, including him? Yes. Salary cap aside, Corlin Sutton, will you throw him in there too? Am I getting Devontae Adams as well? No. I need, I need people to catch the ball. Are you willing to put him in there to get Aaron Rodgers? At that point, you're damaging why you're bringing in Aaron Rodgers. Answer the question. Are you willing to throw him in there? No, I won't. I want to make this a two-minute clip. Are you willing to throw him in there? No, I just said I'd take it. Good. I'm not. And you know what the fan says? I'll give you Judy or Sutton, but not both. You know what the fan says? You suck, George, because you didn't put it all in there. And if they want Justin Simmons, you got to give him two. Shelby Harris, throw him in there. Uh, If they want minors, Throw him in there. Bowles got to throw him in there. At, th- at some point, you need the you need people to catch the ball and protect the quarterback that you're giving up all this for. At that, that that's yeah. not how fans think. Well, so if the Packers well, ask for too much, fans are irrational. And George doesn't acquiesce to giving the Packers everything they want to get Aaron Rodgers. George, you suck. I'm not. Using I think that you're clip. underestimating fans' love of a guy like Justin Simmons, they would never allow him to be traded for I, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's why I, I really? asked, that's why I yeah. asked earlier in the show about really? Pat Sertan. That's, that's what I think. At least maybe I'm, maybe my view is skewed. Right. But. And, and Danny, that's on. why I asked about Sertan because people love Sertan. You could see all the Sertan jerseys that were just basically exploding around the stands as the season went on. Danny, but they might have to make that deal. You're a Broncos fan. Two first, three first, two seconds. And Justin Simmons, you making the deal? He's the only player? Only player. I don't know. Probably not. Wait, hold, wait, hold, whoa. wait you only Are you here. qualified? I mean, that's, a, that's, a top, that's a top. That's one of the top safeties in the league for one well, of the top quarterbacks in the league, plus all those picks. For the most valuable player Doesn't in the league. Doesn't seem like a fair trade. So you think the Broncos are better off with their picks and Justin Simmons and no quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? I trust uh, George Payton to find the quarterback. Wow. I hope he does find the quarterback. I wouldn't want to give up Sertan, but I can see how that would be a more reasonable ask than a guy like Justin Simmons, who's one of the highest paid safeties in the league. Well, here's the thing. Salary Mm -hmm. cap wise, the Packers couldn't take him anyway. I'm saying take the cap completely out of it. If you're saying it's Justin Simmons and a bunch of picks for Aaron Rodgers, 
who gives you a better chance to win a Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers or Justin Simmons? Aaron Rodgers, uh, yeah. probably, if he can win a championship game. Then you make the trade. But if you're gutting the whole he can do that in the last couple of years. But either. if you're gutting the whole team and it needs to be Javante Williams and Sertan and it needs to be Jerry Judy, eventually you have to the point if you're George Payton, say, I can't do this. I'm gutting my entire roster for one guy. But Justin Simmons, love Justin Simmons. I'm willing to give him up. I'm willing to give him up. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? We've got some uh, other football news, not the kind that we've been talking about all show, but the kind that they talk about in the rest of the world most of the time. We will uh, do a little bit of previewing for that game that's going on in Columbus, Ohio tonight, and also NBA trade deadline in just two weeks. So uh, the Nuggets have already made a couple moves. Do they need to make a couple more? And what other big names might be on the move? That's coming up next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason watches MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two for one wine. Well and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, the 2022 World Cup qualifying is uh, going on around the world, and the United States men's national team has a game tonight in Columbus, Ohio, against El Salvador. The uh, two teams played to a draw the last match that they had against each other um mace we don't talk soccer much but i know that you are a soccer fan a football fan as it were <laughs> yes uh would you like to make any comments about the game this evening i mean this is a, a must win here you've got a, a really tough game for the u.s national team on sunday in can in canada the canadians are have their best side in 36 years the last time they, they made the world cup was back in 19. 19- 86, and I'd say probably even better better than that. There, there's an old saying in uh, the CONCACAF qualifier, you want to win at home and draw on the road, and if you do that, you're going to be good. And El Salvador, one of the weaker sides in this, uh, no longer the hexagonal, but the oct- octagonal with eight teams. You got it. This is a, this is take care of business night. You got to take care of business at home. It's in Ohio, so you're hoping that the El Salvador players are a little unadjusted to the cold weather they're going to face tonight, but it's a, it's a big weekend. Two big games here coming up for the national team over the next four days. Well, I hope the national team wins for a lot of different reasons, but one of them is 
I want to make sure that I can fulfill my promise to Andrew. Because Andrew said to me months ago, if the U.S. team goes to the World Cup, are we going to talk about it on the show? (laughs) To which, I don't know if you realize this, I have been at this station for nearly 13 years in which the U.S. has been in the World Cup. And we have talked about it. So I need to be able to fulfill my promise because everyone's going to be watching the U.S. in the World Cup. I went if to bars. Make it, yes. I went to bars to watch the World Cup. I'm not an expert on soccer, but there's as much patriotism around it as sport. So yes, yes, we would be talking about it. Not segments, segments in a row, but yes, we'll talk about I'll it. I'll tell you something interesting tonight. If you follow the national team, the guy who basically galvanized the side in the last round of games, Ricardo Pepe. He is not in the starting lineup, but you would expect him to come in at some point in the second half, and may, and hopefully if this goes uh, the way that Greg Berhalter, our manager, wants to see, uh, maybe Pepe comes in to provide that finishing thrust to get it done tonight. Big game in Columbus. Just in case you missed it, only two NBA games this evening, both on TNT. Lakers at Sixers, 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time, and the T-Wolves at the Warriors, 8 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time. LeBron questionable for the Lakers. Draymond Green out for the Warriors. But let's look at that first matchup, the Sixers and the Lakers. Um, We're getting close to the NBA trade deadline, and a couple guys on those two teams have had their names floated out there for trade talks, both uh, Russell Westbrook and Ben Simmons. No and no. Neither one will be traded by the deadline. Oh, I thought you were going to say you want either of them on the Nuggets. No, that's a silly question. And that's why you asked it because you don't ask silly questions. So I should. Well, I do sometimes when it's you know (laughs) when we're having maybe an f around Friday. But I don't know if anybody wants Westbrook's contract. Okay. And for what the Sixers are asking for Ben Simmons, I don't. I don't think there's going to be enough guys to go back the other way that is going to uh, suffice for Daryl Moore. Well put. Any other big names that could potentially move by the trade deadline? There's a lot of uh, guys on the Pacers who are available to be moved. There's a lot of guys maybe in Portland that could be getting traded. Do you think any high-end stars are going to be on the move this NBA trade deadline, or are they pretty set? Happens rarely. It happens rarely. It could happen, but it happens rarely. I I saw something uh, today that uh, Julius Randle could be on the market from the Knicks given how the Knicks have, have, have fallen back uh, over the course of this year. And Randall's been, he's been really cold lately. So, I mean, it's it's going to be an, it'll be an interesting deadline. I just don't, I mean, I don't see what the the Nuggets are going to be able to do much beyond the fringes because of what they've already uh, given up in, in potential, in, in deals that they've made. So I think, it'll, I think you'll probably be quiet for the Nuggets. Yeah, I think you're right, Mace. The Nuggets have probably done all the work mm-hmm. they need to do already, getting that roster to where, once they get a little healthier, right. they're in a good place. That's what they're waiting on now. I mean, if they can kind of stay right there at six, which is the spot they're in, they can. And look, I, I know MPJ and Jamal Murray aren't going to be 100 percent when they come back, but just having them back is going to help. It's going to it's going to extend the rotation, and the Nuggets, I think, will have a puncher's chance in the playoffs. Just in case you missed it, Sean Payton has shared that he has had two teams reach out to him but he is not considering NFL jobs at this point. Uh, who do you think those two teams were? Um, Chicago. And I'm going to guess Las Vegas. That, that's, those are my two guesses. 
Chicago and Las Vegas? Yeah. The other I'd, one I would guess maybe. i go maybe the Cowboys a... for sure and the Cowboys. The other but one. But the Cowboys and the Raiders make sense. By the way, Josh I... McDaniels is now going to be interviewed by the Raiders. Let me actually, let me cross Chicago off the list and replace it with the New York Giants. Because that's where he was an offensive coordinator back when they went to the Super Bowl in the early, in the 2000 season. The coordinators under the late Jim Fossil were John Fox and Sean Payton. How about that for a collection of coordinators there? Well, how about Josh McDaniels getting another interview? This time with the Raiders, would it be something if he got hired and Vic Fangio's his defensive coordinator? It would be something. And they're also talking to Dave Ziegler, who'd be the being charged of personnel, who'd come over. Imagine the Raiders doing mimicking the Patriot way. If they had Ziegler and McDaniels, two Patriot people in charge of things out there, and boy, oh boy, if they hired if they hired Fangio as well, that would be wild, absolutely wild. Okay, that was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, Mandy, she just got a uh, stackable washer and dryer from them when it was delivered. Uh, it had a dent in it, and they saw that dent right before they brought it in her house. This is the type of customer service you're going to get from Mountain High Appliance. They refused to deliver it inside of her house because they said there was a small debt, no structural damage, nothing like that in terms of affecting the actual machine. But they said they can't do it. So they brought it back to the shop. Customer service was so fantastic with her. They gave her a lot of different options, and she couldn't have been any happier working with Mountain High Appliance. That's the type of your company that you are working with. Highly recommend them. That's why I recommended them to my fiance, Mandy. And one day that washer and dryer will likely be mine as well. Unless she decides to mm-hmm. take mine. But I'll probably take the one from Mountain High Appliance. You can find them, by the way, in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, yeah, we'll continue our conversation about Nathaniel Hackett. What do you think about the hiring? And what do you think about the names floating around to be the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator? That's next. That's next.